When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's get canceled podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Let's Get Canceled Podcast with Casual Ninja and Bowen Trucker. What it do, people? Yeah. Uh, today's going to be an interesting topic. We're going to talk about confiding in people. For real, though. Yeah. I know this topic way too well because I've actually done this uh, a majority of my life. And I constantly just say I re- I regret it. Most well, I think it's a good topic because, you know, again, there's no blueprint or guidebook for life. Mm-hmm. So this little conversation we might have might give some people some insight on who to confide in, what to confide, and when to confide. Well, I mean, I'll I'll go first when it comes to my personal experiences. See, uh, my, my life wasn't too dramatic, but I did go through a lot of scenarios, a lot of situations, trials, tribulations, where people I thought had the same level of experience or more, I would try to get, you know, some information from them, or at least some type of guidance to help myself in whatever situation that might be. If it was with women, relationships, problems at home with family or work. And... To be honest, a lot of it did not work in my favor. I mean, anytime I tried to confide in somebody, regardless of how personal it was, it, they mostly just used it to just place judgment instead of just trying to, what I thought they would was at least sympathize, put themselves in my shoes. But if it's not their problem or they never experienced the situation, they're not going to care. Uh, they're just going to be very judgmental and give you their opinion. Most times, it's never a good opinion or a good advice. And as I got older, I just decided, you know, maybe it's just best I just stay to myself and just learn as I go. No, I'm listening. I'm outside. Yeah, I'm surprised you still got a connection outside. Oh, my Wi-Fi ain't no joke. Put a little something extra in there. <laughs> I didn't even I'm listening. Yeah. But pretty much um, that's it, you know. So my, my thing is just be careful who you let in because most times the people that you try to uh, confide in, they might actually enjoy the suffering you're going through just because. And you'd be surprised that the same people that you think is your friends or you try to help out are the same people who wish for your downfall. Now, I don't have no proof. Other people I'm talking about wish my downfall, but to me, it damn sure feels like it. Because I can literally say that all my success is my doing. I can't really, you know, I could probably give gratitude to like one or two people. I'll say you truck is definitely like one of them and, you know, our boy Q. But other than that, I can't really give credit to anybody else. Uh, in my life growing up. I mean, I, I guess you could say my mom, 
you know, to some degree. But in my opinion, 90% of people that's currently in my life now suck. And I am just doing my due diligence to just go ghost and not deal with the majority of people. I just want to start new and refresh and leave the past in the past. So, well, what's your take on it? I think what happens for a lot of us is that we all get socialized in a certain way, everybody. And that's through the educational system, be it public school, private school, charter, boarding. Everybody has the experience of being thrown into a social situation where you have to interact with people. And because of that interaction, early and for an extended period of your life, it puts your guards down insofar as trusting people and being able to express yourself. So I think everybody is going to go through a period where the people that you trust as you leave those institutions, you're going to have to learn some hard lessons about it. You know, I don't know. I can't say everybody was a star athlete or a geek or whatever it was you were in school, but everybody had some type of social group in school. Didn't matter if you were popular or unpopular. There was somebody or somebody you used to hang out with. So because of that interaction that you had, once you leave that institution, you now feel that you can create those same bonds with people outside of that realm. Only crazy part is it's not until you leave those institutions that you realize that the majority of those people that you dealt with, for the most part, really weren't your friends. You were just there with them, but they were there with you because you had no choice. You had to go to school. You had to see this person for this class. You had to be in gym class with this person. Maybe you had to ride the bus with these people. So when you get a little bit older and you come out and you're trying to form those same bonds, it doesn't work the same way because it's not the same scenario. Mm. So I would say for anybody that when you're trying to build a friendship and you're getting to the point where you're going to start discussing your personal life events, you can't go by what people tell you. You got to sit back and watch. It's better. I mean, one of my friend, one of my favorite sayings is, "I can show you better than I can tell you." So you got to go by what people do and not what people say. And the ironic part about that is, as a young man, I remember getting into situations where, like you, I thought I'm dealing with somebody that had experiences that I can learn from, and I was wrong. They might have been in the same work position, but. When I started talking about the life experiences that I might have had or listening to them, it became quickly evident that they ain't got the same experiences I got. No, not really. So when it comes down to confiding in people, you know, you just got to it's I'm going to say it's a case by case thing, but you always got to have certain levels of what you're going to talk about with other people. Because there is a way to talk about yourself while you're still giving the person no information about who you really are. Well, it's funny. You take people at my job, for example. They've gotten a decent 
a decent amount of information from me, and they still don't have a clue who I am. That's how you got to do it. But see, I would, you know, I told you when you go to work, until you develop that inner, that inner circle, and honestly, if you had any job, it's going to take you about two to three years to develop that. But until that time, I just straight up lie to people. Why not? You don't know me. I don't know you. But what I do know is whatever I tell you, you're going to go and tell somebody else. Maybe you're married. You're going to go home and tell your wife. Maybe you got a living girlfriend. You're going to tell her. Shit, if you go to church, I know you're telling church people about it, about whatever I said. So I, I tend to just lie. Well, that's what I'm definitely going to do when I leave my position. Because, <laughs> see, I, I, I firmly believe in not giving nobody no ammunition to fire back at. The funny thing is, uh, well, I think my job is the only place I never gave people any ammunition because, uh, like you fully know, people only, um, people have to make up shit about me at my job to talk, you know, to spread lies about me. Well, see, whenever that starts to happen, most people are going to look at that as a negative. It's actually a positive. It's a positive in this sense. If somebody's going around spreading lies about you, that means they view you as a greater person than they are, and they need to make up and fabricate tales about you in order to bring down their perceived greatness up. And I don't even do much. <laughs> right, but see, the thing is, the same people that decide to make up these stories actually end up making themselves look like fools because most people know who the fool is at work. Most people are going to entertain that fool because that fool usually has some damn good stories. Make the day go by quicker. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. No, but just like um, the, the people I did confide in when I was younger up until now, you know, I just, um, I just thought we had a chance to relate and, and, and build a bigger bond. But it seemed like, you know, I had an unlucky draw of the hand and the people I've encountered has been extremely selfish and uh, negative. Well, part of it is because of where you live. Yeah. I lived there. Everybody where we where I used to be at and where you at now is under super pressure. And it's just what it is. Most people got to commute at least an hour to get to work. So you figure if I got to be to work at nine, that means I got to be up by 630 in the morning to get ready to get on that vehicle or that transportation to get to work on time. That's stressful. Then when you get on that vehicle to get you to work, now you got anywhere from say 20 to a thousand people you got to fight with for a seat. Mm -hmm. So there's no personal space anymore. So you're stressed out because this person that smells like they ain't take a shower in two days is standing right next to you. Well, my favorite, I'm sitting down, it's all quiet on the train, trying to relax on my trip, and the dancers get on. I hate the, I hated the dancers. Uh, that still happens to this very day. Yeah, I hated the dancers. Yeah. Then they want to walk around and ask for money. Like, I ain't asking you to get on the train, so why are you asking me for money? I mean, I hear you, you got a positive method to make money, but at the same time, I'm trying to get to work. Why the heck do I want to see you do the ditty bop on the train while I'm trying to get to work? You rocking the pole like you want to be a stripper. I, I don't want to go to strip clubs either, so I don't want to see you rocking the pole and doing tricks. The funny thing, I never even see girls dance. There's always dudes dancing on the train. Uh, again, 
That's the other point. Oh. I like you said, I've never seen girls get on and pop it. Nothing. And it's usually the same dance. Yeah. For where everybody's clapping. Hey, hey. I hate it. I hate that. Yeah, I try to go to the next cart, but I try to go to the cart behind them because I know they already went to that cart. Yep. Yeah. You go ahead, it's gonna keep on following. <laughs> the only people I actually got on the train that I appreciated was the magicians. I never seen a magician. Yeah, they, they get on every now. It depends on what train you ride and where you at in the city. But you know, do get on, do some quick magic tricks like ooh, ah, it goes a dollar. Get the fuck off the train. <laughs> but you know what's crazy though I honestly feel like and maybe it's just my perception of it I could be wrong I just honestly feel like a lot of people I grew up with did not want to see me succeed or just had some negative outlook of me and I never knew why just based oh, on the action I got fuel yeah, just based right, on, on the actions that just just based on the actions that they um went about. Well, see, unfortunately, you don't learn some of these things till you get older in life, which sucks. And the one thing I remember learning is that everybody wants to see you do better, just as long as you ain't doing better than they are. That's fucked up. Man, I'm just doing me. I'm not even trying to outdo people. Yeah, but see, you got to realize everybody's in competition in life. That's just what it is. Yeah, but that's not my fault. These people get complacent and they stay in a dead-end job because the money is fast and shit. Well, for most of them, the money ain't even that good. But they already know it ain't going to get no better either. Well, that's on them. Indeed it is. No, nah, but I, when you... um. When it actually came to the point when I feel like everybody turned on me, that's when I just, I'm at a point where I, I'm just shutting everybody out, which is where I'm at today. Well, see, I'm, I'm going to take it another step. I don't even think it's that you notice people turned on you. But I'm going to say is that when I noticed that people wasn't checking for me the same way I was checking for them. Yeah. And these were some of the same people I was confiding in. But I couldn't understand why you're not checking for me. I call you up. Hey, what's good? You want to hang out? You want to chill? What, what, what are we going to do? But then after a while, I realized I'm calling people up. Ain't nobody checking for me. Maybe I need to stop what I'm doing and see if they're going to check for me. And when they didn't, time to keep moving. Well, it's been over a month for you know who, so. Yeah, that's one, but. Trust me, there's a whole lot more you can think about. Man, it, it shouldn't bother me, but it still do. Yeah, I guess it'll just take some time, I guess. Well, you know, anything you have an emotional attachment to that you sever is going to take a little bit of time. Yeah. See, this is one of the things that men don't really talk about too much where we put emotional content, non-sexual emotional content into other men because we want to have a social network like anybody else. And when you start to realize that those connections you have aren't what you really think they are, the shit hurts. You know, nobody nobody talks about men crying in their pillows at night or crying, period, but the shit happens. We might not cry. We just get hella angry. 
Um, well, me being angry is starting to become very exhausting. Well, anger is a great emotion, but the only problem is that it's extremely taxing on your body. Well, you know. Can't stay angry forever. But then, you know, I sent you that joint a couple days ago. Most of us out here have too many fucks to give. So in order to get out of that cycle, each day try to give one less fuck about something you gave a fuck about. One, one, one less fuck each day. So you get to the point where you can honestly say, eh, I don't give a fuck. And that's where you're going to find your peace at. Well, that's going to take a little bit. You know, it ain't going to happen right away, but you got to take baby steps, of course. Anything new, you got to take baby steps. But once you learn how to do it, you'll be anybody that does this, you'll be a better person for it in the long run. That's just how it works. Well, when that timer came up, we got like three minutes and change left. Yeah, I see that. Oh, you can see it too? Yeah. Oh, shit. Had to close the window. <clears throat> Had to hit him off with some fuel to put his ride on. But, you know, bottom line is, when you start confiding in people, you got to be very careful on who you tell your business to. Because yeah. it's going to hurt. Believe me, it's going to hurt. When you start to hear the shit that you confided in somebody, come back from somebody you don't fuck with and they telling you your business. That's why I always say it's better to start to tell lies first. Tell a specific lie to this person and give it a couple weeks. See if it comes back to you. If it does, then you know you can't confide in that person. Yeah. The crazy part is um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I mean, you lived in... Pro- I lived in the projects. Mm-hmm. Easy lie for me to tell people that they're quick to want to believe. Yeah, I used to sell hella crack, yo. I was making $1,000 a day. I mean, thousands a day. You know, we had crackhead sales and all that. See if that shit comes back to you. If it comes back to you, from, and it's not from the, and it comes, comes, from, comes back to you with somebody you don't really fuck with, then you know the person you told, can't trust them. So we know everybody at my job, everybody talks. Well, it's, it's your work culture. You got a mix of old and new. And that don't really click together too well. Because you got generations that is that are accustomed to certain things within that generation. Mm-hmm. You know, you got cats there that, are, that know how to write in script. And you got people there that don't know how to write in script. Was that a metaphor? <laughs> no, nah, it's true. They don't teach um, um, script anymore in the schools. Then the other people write their signature. <laughs> they print. Yeah, but you got to sign it, though. <laughs> it's still your handwriting. We're Just think, it. we got a whole generation that can't read script. <clears throat> oh. I don't trust none of them. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't write a script, I can't fuck with you. Uh-uh. Well, my handwriting wouldn't be the most neatest, but I could write your script. Man, they got things that deal with neatness and handwriting. Neatness don't count for shit. Well, I don't even think people write a script no more like they used to unless they write in a poem. Well, shit, when's the last time somebody told you they wrote a letter? Let's start there. No, not ever since technology took over. Exactly. Everybody know how to type. But then again, when I ask people how many words per minute can you type, they look at me like, what? I mean, I know I was in my peak. I was at 98 um, words a minute. <laughs> 
Yeah, when, when we get disconnected, I'll say, you know, invite. <clears throat> no doubt. It's just mind-boggling, man. Well, we have a wake-up call. Well, again, it's, it's because of how we're all socialized. It doesn't matter if you went to public, Catholic, boarding. It's all the same social system. You got your populars, your unpopulars. You got your job. Okay, it doesn't matter what social structure you were in, you know, what kind of education you got. We all went through the same structure. But it, it gives you a false idea of who you can trust and who you can't trust. But even to the extent where if you're sleeping with somebody, Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to say there are certain things you should definitely divulge, sexual status, um, if you happen to have any transmittable STDs, that's the type of stuff you need to put out from jump. Mm-hmm. But even then, even after you put that out, you got to consider what you're telling this person, because until you've had that bond building time with them, you can just stay on the surface. The crazy, the crazy part is that I'm really was just like pondering, just thinking about it. Nobody I know that I grew up with is doing close to what I'm doing. <laughs> well, if you haven't been in touch with them, you won't actually know that. I've been in touch with a few. Not, not everyone. But then I, at the same time, why would you care? That's one less fuck to give. Oh, no, like I said, it's not that I care. It's just that, you know, when you try to catch with people and then you realize you can't because if you, if they didn't really do much growing up and then if you accomplish more, it, I feel like with me, the conversation is just going to go left, you know, because of jealousy and shit. When it's not even trying, well, I'm not even trying to take it for I don't know how to respond to that one. I mean, but you, but you know what I'm saying, all right? I mean, I get it, but me, I, I'm just on that, that journey of, one less fuck to give. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I it's been a while since I really gave a fuck about what somebody else think about me if you ain't paying my bills. Oh, no, it's not even that. It's not about even caring. It's the fact that imagine they hear that you did all this and then they expect you to hook them up because you're supposed to be boys. And but you're supposed to be. Uh, but everything ain't what it appears to be. And that's the part that sucks. It's usually going to take some time to figure out who the snake is and who your, your your wolf is. And by that, I mean your wolf is the one that's going to run in the pack with you. Mm-hmm. The snake is the one that's always going to sound sweet but be ready to bite you and poison you. And that's always going to take a little bit of time. Because you're never going to find out who's jealous of you or envious in the first month of Matter of fact, the first year. Well, people are simple minded. If there's one they learn, people love some other people. And trust me, there's people I deal with right now. But if you was to ask them, well, what do you really know about what you know about born, but you know what you really know about them, they're not gonna be able to answer that question because I'm really careful about who I tell my business to. Well, tell you the truth, a lot of people don't even know nothing about me. They just know I'm intimidating and I'm some big black guy. It's, uh, apparently, I'm not friendly either. <laughs> well, that's a good thing because at work, we're in a professional setting. Why should I be friendly? I'll be professional, but I'm not going to be friendly because you're not my friend. That's just what that is. Well, you know, you know it is what it is.
Right now, right now, I'm in I'm in a stage of just trying to just move in silence, go my own way, live live everybody live their life, and clearly, the people who I confide in don't care if I'm in their life or not. It is, and I should just uh, move the same way. And you know, I mean, they didn't do nothing bad, so you can't really wish bad on them. I hope they will see like what they missed out. They probably won't even care, and nothing probably gonna happen to them. Best revenge is success, right? Yep. Regardless if they know it or not. Exactly. But see, that's the thing that a lot of people let bog them down. You're so concerned about what somebody else is thinking that it affects you from being able to be the best you you could be. Let that shit go. Let them go. And move on with your life. And trust me, it's easier said than done. Shit took me years to be able to knock that 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 um domino down, but I did. Yeah. And I feel better for doing it because now that's one less fuck I have to worry about. That's why I, you know I said to you like you'll be. I ain't got time to get to care about everybody. I can't. I'm not built like that. That's just not how I rock. I'll tell you on that. If I could, I would. And when I tried to, it was so exhausting realizing that I was wasting my time. Which then leads to anger, resentment, all that other good stuff. I ain't got time for that. The people that do care about me, I'm going to put my energy into them. People that don't, oh wow. I'm not going to worry about you. Well, see, the funny thing is I've actually tried to help a lot of these people, too. I try to refer them to jobs, look out for them, all type of shit. Because, like, you know, if I call you my friend, I'm going to look out for you. And, you know, I I never got the same treatment back. Or they just never took my advice. Yeah, but see, you'll know who to help out based on your interaction with them. Mm -hmm. Like, in a lot of work you in, if somebody was just starting out and they told you, like, yeah, I put in this amount of hours per week. Okay, well, maybe if I told this guy about this position over here, it'll work out for him. And I just made a new business connection. Uh, you'd be surprised. There was times I had a few people calling me when I, when I was telling them I'm, I'm at work. They they saw they was getting mad. They were like, you, you always doing OT. You always doing OT. I'm like... It's not by choice. <laughs> but it's not like they wanted to hang out either. They were just like, man, like, damn, this thing always working. <laughs> yeah. And see, that, see, that's one of the things that you got to have as a litmus test. If he ain't putting in the same amount of work as I am, why am I dealing with this person? I'm not going to say the same line of work because everybody might be doing something different. Hold on. Right, but let's, let's get ready to wrap up, bro, so I don't have to do too much editing tomorrow. <laughs> Sound like a plan. But I'll just end off with be careful who you confide in. Snakes have a good ability to disguise who they are and their real intentions. And whoever you decide to confide in, make sure you give it some time before you do so. Yeah, because people love drama. Especially when they ain't got anything going on in their life. 
And trust me, you'd be surprised how many people ain't got no life, so they'll be interested in yours. Facts. Learn Big that. facts. Learn that the hard way. Hold on. Fist bump. <laughs> Come on, girl. All right. Got the lawn mode. Give him some fuel to refill up his joint. Found out he making payments on it, so I might have to go that route to get mine. Yeah. People ain't got shit going on in their lives, so they quick to talk about the shit going on in your life. And mostly it's for the benefit of making themselves feel better about the shit they dealing with. So best to keep quiet. Yep. Big facts. Well, that's all I got today. That's all I got. Hi, party people. We holler soon. In the meantime, give one less fuck each day. That's it. Fight for your peace. I know. Peace. Peace.